0: Hey everyone, this is L. Jeffrey Moore of LJ Presents. Just wanted to give you a quick heads up for this particular episode. We get into it with this conversation. Cancel culture and Dave Chappelle. I just wanted to let you guys know that listener discretion is advised. I drop a few N-bombs. Yeah, that's right. I say the whole word. So uh, strap yourselves in, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go. Hello, world, and welcome to another episode of LJ Presents. This week is going to be a difficult topic to talk about because there are going to be many different opinions. And people have all types of feels about this. We're talking about cancel culture and Dave Chappelle's latest show on Netflix, Sticks and Stones. I have a very special guest with me to uh, help discuss uh, all of these things. Ms. Cassandra Dallet, host of the Badass Bookworm podcast. We talk about a lot of things. My, I'm ready to get rid of cancel culture so that we can actually sit down and discuss matters and actually be free to talk about what we want to talk about in a respectful manner. And we're going to start it off with Dave Chappelle's comedy special. He's a comedian. He makes us laugh. So let's laugh together as one. So, cancel culture here on LJ Presents. (laughs) i forgot that i
1: was doing that i thought you were doing that (laughs) no
0: you've got the oh you've got the recorder we are are now recording okay yeah are we recording now
1: once i get to sipping is the
0: red dot like blinking does it say record you know what hold up
1: no it's recording the red light is on this is the record button this is the red light okay okay you're still coming out much louder than me for whatever
0: reason. no problem no problem well i thank you much
1: closer to the mic well
0: okay so just turn the turn the volume up just a little bit where is is it at now it's
1: on nine
0: it's on nine
1: yeah it's okay okay i i think you'll hear me yeah yeah (laughs) you'll feel me
0: god cassandra (laughs) i'm gonna get a bigger desk yeah i um as as our shenanigans continue, I I would suggest getting a bigger desk. Um, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get a bigger desk. I'm actually I'm actually going to get a uh, a stand up desk, a desk that actually you know rises up and down because I like that's to dope. be able to like stand up and yeah. do stuff. So yeah, so yeah, that's yeah,
1: yeah. Well, I sometimes move that desk to face this desk so mm. the person has their own desk. Just to keep distance, because usually I'm the loud one.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know what? Well, I'm finding out now because I've been doing, I'm getting back into doing a narrative podcast, so fiction. So uh, I just did a brief stint on this one science fiction show called The Vast. It's actually pretty cool. Um, You know, you're actually able to get... Creators who wouldn't normally be able to produce stuff and put it out into the world like they're actually able to do it in this podcast form, right? So instead of needing a gajillion dollars for visual effects or whatever, it's like this two-person team. One's the writer, one's the uh, sound engineer, you know, putting together all the sound effects or whatever. And they're coming out with some pretty dope shit. So they found out about me From another show I used to do called *Ars Paradoxica*, and you know they got up with me like a few months ago, and I was like, "Yeah, sure." So whenever you're ready, just send me the script. And so um, they sent me the script, and I did like a cameo for one show, but then I'm going to be on another show uh, created by them. So, but get this, and this is actually going to—I'm going to segue this to. To what we're actually here to talk about, because I'm just I'm quasi furious at the moment. Mm. But uh, well yeah 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 Yeah, I'm getting yeah I'm getting tired of anyway. So so this character that I'm playing for this next show called uh the the oh shit I just forgot it the White Vault the White Vault. Um, I am playing the husband to another scientist. So I'm a uh, I'm a gay man. Who, who's married to the scientist, who's doing like some experiments off the, uh, you know, in the Antarctic, right? So you know, it's it's kind of interesting. Just you know, just because the fact that I got the call, it's like, hey, you're playing this, and I'm like, yeah, cool, whatever. Send me the script or whatever, right? But I say all that to you know, to to segue into why I'm really here, which is this cancel culture, Mm -hmm. like i don't I don't know if it's ever gonna stop.
2: I
1: actually think well, from my perspective, because the writing world is super into that, like everybody's writing articles and calling out this or that, and mm. a lot of writers and poets and stuff have been called out mm. for bad behavior mm. um and so it's been like a scary thing because i've seen young women use it really bizarrely against even like other young women like mm-hmm. saying they're unsafe like if you use certain language you can
0: like how so
1: so like um so like a young poet saying that they felt unsafe and um you know, by what Unsa- unsafe by, because uh, um, by the behavior of somebody else um the saying that they t- the way they talk to a homeless person or something was made crazy. them feel unsafe yeah but the <laughs> language is so heavy and the way mm. it's used um it achieves like hundreds of people across the country commenting on this thing and saying oh my god that's terrible i'm so sorry that happened to you right which is like some weird thing that obviously people are addicted to because this was not a non-event, right? right. And then right. and then there was just another part of it where where um, uh, to, this poet and another young lady poet are, you know, probably sitting around smoking weed, and the other one is like, "Your boyfriend, like you guys are." Hot, we should have a threesome, but super joking, not like aggressive. Um, and it was a compliment, actually, just like you guys are a really hot couple, you know, right? Right. Um, and turned that into like a near rape or something with the language that she is like, yeah, I mean, it was incredible. And I just saw it unfolding on my timeline and like the responses of all these people that don't know either of these. Two women. She's decided to right to cancel or whatever. Was the out. couple?
0: Was the couple like a uh, like like a man and a woman, or was it like two women? No,
1: that cu- that couple is
0: cisgender. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. All right.
1: They were, but both would probably well. I don't know. They would use all the correct, politically correct language. Was it a man and a woman? Yes. Okay. (laughs) But but she, and I think she used she pronouns. I don't Mm -hmm. know. She was totally normal when I was around her and I was around her with the other people that she later tried Mm -hmm. to do that to. So I'm just using one little example of all the, like, it's been very much in my life in the last few years. And it's bizarre to me. It's so different than anything I ever came up in because- Interesting. My brain is always kind of more on a street level, of what's acceptable yeah, yeah. and not, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, you, you'd get your ass kicked. No, you, you're going to get dragged on social media is the new thing, yeah. right? Yeah. And how much is it going to affect your life or your living, your That's career, or, or whatever? Because that shit seems to me that was the goal. Right. You weren't trying to have dialogue because one of those people backlined you you apologized to them and refused to make a public statement
0: interesting so one woman said to a couple or was it just the other woman in that couple i just want to make sure because i want i want to know if the women. guy was he there. there he wasn't there Never because he know anything about it wasn't <laughs> there
1: is a super cute but like yeah. nerdy he wouldn't have known what to do he would have blushed so hard he, you know
0: I don't know. Well, any guy that's around when another woman says, let's yeah, do she a threesome. Yeah, say
1: that in front of the dude at all. Right. It was right. super not like because that. Because
0: he wouldn't have been able to not think about that anymore.
1: Well,
0: true. <laughs> right. And
1: it the whole dynamic of it would have changed. It would yeah. have become a thing that was like, dude, that wasn't really cool to say, right? Right. But it wasn't that at all. It was just them that were supposed to be very good friends.
0: And she felt unsafe after that. She felt that she was going... like six months months later
1: in another state.
0: Oh, wow. That's deep.
1: So these are the things I'm dealing with. Because, you know, I'm like, I'm friends with everybody. Right. I'm Mama Cass. But I am not from the same generation that they are.
0: Yeah. It's... uh, No, go ahead. I'm
1: protective of my people, you know? Mm. Like, I'm super protective of my writer friends who are trans and you know whatever non-binary people of color whatever all the things right Yeah. yeah but I guess my way of feeling protective is just a very different way
0: well I think what we're looking at here is how do we navigate this world to where we can speak off the cuff with the intention of communicating as clearly as one possibly can, without feeling the need to censor themselves to the point of being in a Disney movie, right? So, you know, before before we keep going, I wanna so this call out culture, this cancel culture. I looked it up. I looked this up on Wikipedia because I wanted to get. I know get, you sent
1: me the definition. <laughs> yeah,
0: I wanted to get this definition so that we can. So we can be clear with our words, what, right. we're, what we're discussing. So call out culture, also known as outrage culture, is a form of public shaming that aims to hold individuals and groups accountable by calling attention to behavior that is perceived to be problematic, usually on social media. A variant of the term cancel culture describes a form of boycott in which someone, usually a celebrity, has shared a questionable or unpopular opinion, or has had behavior that is perceived to be problematic, called out on social media, is canceled. They are completely boycotted by many fans, often leading to massive declines in celebrities, almost always social media personalities, careers, and fan base. So the key word here, are, what we're looking at here, is celebrities. Like, all of a sudden, we are holding celebrities to the standard that they define our way of living
1: that they define our way of living i don't think that's accurate
0: no no no
1: i mean okay let's go right to the r kelly right
2: (laughs) yeah yeah.
1: so we have r kelly just a year ago before that um documentary came out Mm -hmm. um Mostly people were like, fuck that. I'm playing my R. Kelly. I don't give a fuck. Right. You know, if he's fucking young girls, basically. Right. Right. And there was some stories already. I mean, the Aaliyah thing was really enough to know that he was super inappropriate. Yeah. Right. Um,
0: I mean, they were married.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So... (laughs) There was a lot of, there was always stories, put it that mm-hmm. way. There was always things that made us knew there was some truth to it. Right. Not the fucking depth of depravity that it actually was.
2: Right, right.
1: Um, But it was one of those cases where I felt like, I'm still playing R. Kelly's old songs <laughs> if I want to hear some Honey Love. But right. I'm not going to do anything like go to his concert or be out here saying like,
0: You're not jumping up on Either
1: he didn't do it or I don't care that he did... I mean, no. I'm fucking happy as fuck that fool is busted, obviously. That was some sick-ass predatory behavior. And all those people that went along with it for so fucking long. And there's tons of them. There's many other people that do similar... Maybe not to the extent.
2: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
1: That shit was an obsession. That dude was on some next-level shit, right? Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, just... What he is doing, or what he has done, is no different than what was happening when we were growing up. When you had grown men and women who were molesting children,
2: and Uh yeah, and
0: having you know just having sex with minors, which is against the law, you know. But at the same time, not at the same time. What we have to understand, though, is that this is something that has been going on for millennia right i think i was uh God, i was listening to roscos the rapper roscos mm-hmm. have you heard of him
2: i
1: have actually thanks for asking whatever mm-hmm. so
0: if for for those of you who are listening to this one I have been told that I don't know anything about hip hop, so I didn't
1: say that. <laughs> no, I just didn't think he was very current. I think he like he, you know he's stuck yeah. on the old school. I was so. stuck. Ross I was Cass, stuck on the old it, school. It totally
0: figures. But, but to my benefit, though, because that's I, a long
1: time ago. It is But a long anyways, time ago. yes, yeah, you know, I'm his still heart. holding.
0: Up? I'm still kind of holding a grudge towards it. But anyway, I forgive you. I, I know
2: <laughs> you throw it out there every
1: time.
0: Okay. So anyway, so I was listening to Roscos. Partly because I heard him interviewed on um, on Talib Kweli's uh, The People's Party. So I was like, oh, I've never heard of Roscos. Okay, mind you, this was last week. So, I Shut think. up. <laughs> that's like 20 years old, bro. I know, 20, right? That's like, okay, it's this. That's what it is. Um, yeah, oh, okay.
1: that's like 20 years
0: old. Okay, so anyway, so I was hearing him. He was talking about this one rap song that... He may not necessarily made when he was angry, but, you know, made to talk about, you know, the history of the world and the history of the U.S. And so as he was going, he was making statements as far as like how the Greek and Romans were molesting young children, you know, and that was what they did to keep from getting women pregnant. That's that's just what they did. So. Oh, yeah. Right. That's the reasoning behind
1: it. Keep a straight face without wrinkling my nose
0: oh yeah it's 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 gross it's disgusting that's
1: the reason or is it i think that's one to children i mean
0: well from what i understand
1: there's a lot of different cultures that engage in it for a lot of different yeah pedophilia and then there's just a lot of people that have that attraction yeah and most of them are priests (laughs) (laughs) well boy scout leaders sorry
0: and boy scout leaders (laughs) right but think about well i can't i can't try and
1: And coaches
0: <sighs> yeah Sorry. yeah yeah it's it's all over with yes, fonts, okay, so we are we are here with uh, the the fonts fonts,
1: he doesn't like um child molesters, predators, or fireworks,
0: exactly, so we're we? yeah, yeah, so uh, we were talking about the priest, so like with the Catholic priests, it was a what the rule was you if you're a priest, you can't get married because all your possessions should belong to the Catholic church. So when the priest dies, nothing would go to their immediate family. So that's why, that's why they, they that's created really that the rule. reason why. Yeah. Can't, oh yeah. 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 That's, that's yeah.
1: Oh yeah. It's, it's such a sick fucked up culture. Yeah. So people of course they're, so they're going to, people are fuck not supposed to live boys. without sex. Yeah. It's totally not normal.
0: And if you're a priest well. and you're gay, heaven forbid. Right that you're you know right. that that's so you have where to you're to Act
1: out yeah. on somebody who is so they they can't say anything.
0: Right. So I, I think so with the statement that I made as far as like cancel culture as it relates to celebrities and celebrities as we're seeing right now, you know, we for you and I, we know better to you know, we quote unquote know better. And so we know that this person who is in the news or on whatever form of media, right, that's that's one thing. Whatever they do is like on them, right? So we know that how they live is how they live, and that shouldn't define who we are as people. Okay, I'm not clear. Let me try this again.
1: Well, I mean... You can do a lot of fucking shit. You can vote for Trump, right? Right. Well, no, I can't even. I can't even go to your show (laughs) if you do that. You you can do a lot of things that wouldn't put somebody in actual danger. I think one of the biggest problems that I've had with call-out culture is that nothing is degrees so sexual assault is you grabbed my arm or and it's you raped me you know what i mean yeah. like i want i need it, you to tell me what the actual thing was
2: right right right
1: i do think there's a difference yeah than an unwanted grab or kiss or whatever as opposed to uh yeah Rape. i mean there is
0: i mean there's rape and then there's, you know, and there's
1: a lot of gray area of yeah. not very consensual sex that most of us had a lot of if we grew up in the seventies, particularly, yeah, and eighties, right? Yeah, um, and that's a whole bag of worms. But it to me that just says I want to, I don't want. Large blankets thrown over. I want to be specific about what it is we're talking about because right. if I feel that person is a threat to somebody else, then obviously you want to stop somebody like Weinstein because he is going to keep on doing it. Oh yeah, R. Kelly is going to keep on doing it. Michael yes. Jackson, is unfortunately, dead before the shit came out. But I believe those boys, and I and most of the people I talk to don't.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm, I, you know, I'm at the point now to where the man is dead. I don't think we're really going to know the truth, truth.
1: I think we all know it and we always have and we don't want to know it. But that's just me. Right, 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 right.
0: I mean, as a a person who, you know, we both grew up around Prince and Michael Jackson, Mm -hmm. you know, we saw how Michael Jackson, you know, started to veer off on his own path as far as like being, you know, like brown and then all of a sudden turning into a white Yeah, yeah. It's like, dude, what is up? You know, what's up with that? You know, so I think if anything, you know, we're having to, we're having to take a look at, in this particular case, Michael Jackson and seeing how this man got to where he is like whether he molested these kids or not is one thing But I think the the thing that we're not really looking at is how he got to that place perspective I think that's the I think big he was yeah. a victim of it. Yeah
1: <clears throat> By his father or brothers or right. somebody obviously, right, you know That shit happens way more than any of us want to admit exactly right and Joe Jackson was definitely a nut and super violent and super controlling and probably molested his son is quite possible possible definitely fucked his head up one way or the other yeah yeah um and i think that it's just that the whole package looking at the whole behavior of creating these spaces where it was only kids and having Mm. you know the parents leave their kids with them and traveling with a young boy all the time like if it looks like and it acts like i'm pretty willing to (laughs) if
0: it walks like a duck and looks like a duck
1: i had a podcast on this topic
0: yeah um And
1: people were very divided, and it was very divided. The the black folks were not going to speak out bad on Michael Jackson. And I thought we had gotten past that part, like with O.J., right? (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm sorry. Hella sweet-ass awesome dudes have gotten really violent in my life. So it's much easier for me to believe that inner fit of rage and jealousy we can do something horrific oh of course of and course still be that amazing nice sweetheart of a person the other times yeah i have certainly got out of my character in a jealous rage and have had it done to me right um in somebody that was otherwise like a sweetheart right so yeah. i look at something like that and i'm like i can't really say what i think at the time because i'm the <laughs> one, i was a white girl in the projects <laughs> <laughs> lady was like you need to leave they're throwing rocks at white people like, right I now i think you need to go
0: <laughs> <laughs> well as as a black man during that time like i distinctly remember god i, I think i i was performing at this theme park called uh carowinds and uh, I was on break, and we're on the news, and we see the white Bronco ripping down, I think, what, the 405 down in L.A.? I didn't know L.A. freeways then. Yeah.
1: I do now, but yeah. I didn't then. And I'm sitting there was my pre- brother's high school graduation.
0: <laughs> that was during your high school? It was yeah. my
1: brother's that night of the white Bronco.
0: <laughs> and it's just, like, ripping down the freeway, and it's like, it's O.J. Simpson. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I mean I knew he did it Everybody knew he did it Okay Yeah I think it's just a matter of He got away
1: Will there come a time When people can say that About Michael I question You know Because I watched It slowly turn With R. Kelly Where finally It was like Okay, if you watch that documentary, there is no way you came right. out of that still. Well, I saying, think everybody still he knew. did shit.
0: Yeah, I, I think everybody knew, but okay. they just didn't want to say anything. I mean, I mean if you're married to Aaliyah, too. and I think Aaliyah was like what, 14, 15, 15 years old? Yeah. yeah, she was fifteen years old. Then yeah, he had he has a thing. They for- had the
1: principals of the schools on that. Are talking about he hung out outside the high school? They had the cops that worked at the school. Like, I mean. <laughs> When I tell you, yeah, everybody in Chicago damn sure knew. Right. For sure. Right. I mean, my homegirl, he tried to holler at my homegirl. She wasn't but 16 or 17 and invited her to the studio. And luckily, she didn't go in.
0: Because hmm. she
1: said it was hella young girls there when she got there. And he and he came out, like, trying to get her to come in. And she was like, I'm cool.
0: Like, I'm good.
1: When she was real cute, she looked like the 14-year-old in the sex tape. Or
0: oh, the woman where he peed on her?
1: Mm-hmm. That one. <laughs> that one. Apparently, there's many more pee tapes. Like that was the tip of the. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of peeing going on. That's all I'm saying.
0: What? Oh.
1: Again, he was uh, he was molested. R. His, R. Kelly was molested by his older sister. Yeah, oh. and his, so was his younger brother. And when his younger brother tried to reach out to R. Kelly, who was older than him, and say, hey, this is fucked up. R. Kelly mm. told him to shut up. And right. like this is how he dealt with it, where right. the younger brother was really hurt and wanted to know the most fucked up part. What's that? When R. Kelly got busted with that sex tape, he said that was his brother, his younger brother, in the tape. His younger brother, who does not look like him.
0: Mm. Oh, that's right, I remember him saying that. Right? Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. the
1: victim who was literally yeah. just crying and thing like <sighs> I was really devastated by my sister doing this thing to me and then mm. my brother not defending
0: me or believing
1: me or I didn't know what.
0: Right. right. And then
1: he tries to blame his sick shit on me?
0: Yeah. wee. Yeah. Yeah, I bet that is I mean, that's, it, that's that that is probably the the mind fuck of the century for him. You know. So what we're looking at here is trauma and right. abuse right. on everybody's on everybody's end. The the perpetrator is the victim is the perpetrator or the assailant, right?
1: The problem is is that a lot of young people um I this is kind of fucked up to say, but feel like they're using that language, being traumas, being victims. Mm-hmm. Um Franz,
0: you and I are gonna have words a
1: little carelessly <laughs> What is he eating my hair clip the microphone stand the mic- yeah um they're using that language carelessly yeah when in fact that type of stuff always happens as a result of that we know that like so
2: right. it's
1: like we're making so much headway in looking at perpetrators as also being victims right right and like looking at the bigger picture and why things like that take place and how to deal with it and at the same time not because if you just cancel it where does it go right
0: we're not really there there are no not not that it necessarily has to be a solution but we're not taking a look at these instances and saying what can we do to keep this from happening again. Right, I right? think
1: some people are, and they call it call-in culture, mm. right? I never, Okay, so. so in my writing community, when these bullshit things happen, which is a lot, mm-hmm. um, people will be like, you know, what are you gonna do, or something. Like, <laughs> none of my fucking business, but I'm gonna talk to the actual person involved directly. Okay. I'm not gonna, put a sideways post on Facebook or something. You know what I mean? Right. I'm gonna actually message them and say, hey, um, so, in matter of fact, it it was a man, like my age, a brother, that a lot of women have complained to me about. He's Mm. a married man, like respectable, I don't like that word, but whatever the fuck. I just, instead, I just said, well, I'm gonna tell him, look, I'm hearing these things that are not okay, and you know you like run shows and stuff so of course people are going to want to be in your good graces or whatever but um like that shit is foul don't let me get you doing no bullshit like that you know what all right. i mean all Right. got super defensive all this i'm married and so i'm like who the fuck do you think sexual harassers are they're always married what the fuck does that have to do with anything you know what i mean
0: it's a power play
1: here yeah um anyhow but long story short it's like that's how i always go i go to the person and say well this is what people are telling me like what yeah do you feel unsafe in this situation do you what do you want to happen yeah and there's crazy shit in this slam community there's um you know there's an ex-boyfriend saying he can't read in a space where anybody related to the ex-girlfriend is because she sexually assaulted him because she had sex with him when he was passed out. <sighs> I'm just not <sighs> from that, you right. know? Like, right. your big ass, really? Okay.
0: I mean, God, it is, it, okay, so this is where the crazy bias comes in. If you're a dude and some woman sexually harasses you, God, okay, I you harasses know, I get it. harass. Okay. Okay, what if
1: it's your ex and you're passed out and she fucking gets on you and busts a nut? I mean, yeah. is that really that bad? I don't know. See, I'm really I don't fucked know. Up. I'm sure I'm so <laughs> problematic. I'm so problematic.
0: I don't know. As as a dude, if that would happen to me, I call that a good night.
1: <laughs> but, in, but but ethically, it's it's not right. Eth-
0: ethically, no. There there right? was no yes, please. Let's have sex. Right. It was. You arouse this man's penis enough to have an erection, right? And if that was a
1: stranger, I would definitely, for sure, be like, "That's foul," (laughs) right? And I, so I guess that's where I'm like, "Well, I do think that person probably didn't think it was not all right." Okay, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, (sighs) I, I, I
1: don't know.
0: Well definitely it's a case-by-case case basis, right? right? Like, you have to figure out, okay, well, what, what happened in this particular situation? How are you guys related to each other? Are you friends, former lovers, or whatever? Like, was it... And a, that yeah. doesn't
1: mean that your ex can't rape you. Oh, no. I'm not saying that. Well, no,
0: of and course. And I'm not saying that a woman
1: can't do something fucked up to a dude. Cause it we can know totally that, happen. I mean, R. Kelly is a product of that, right? Yes. That happens a lot. And I've actually known... What, In hindsight, I've known a lot of men that were molested like that Mm. as kids. That that we laughed as teenagers when they're like, Oh my babysitter used to make me eat her pussy or something. That's why I'm so good at it. Like that's horrific, right? As an adult. That's horrific. Yeah. Oh, that's why you have so many issues. At the time it was just like, good, that means you know what you're doing, right?
2: (laughs) Jesus Cassandra.
1: You know what I mean? <laughs> That's the way they said it.
2: So yeah,
0: they wouldn't yeah.
1: have said it if if they didn't mean it that way, right? It's kind of fucked
2: up. It's that. It, kind
0: of it's ridiculously fucked up. I mean, what what we're looking at here, I think, is just so, okay. So there's trauma. Then I think another another notch. I think is um, trauma. I'm losing my train of thought here. There's trauma, and then there's
1: ah oh, fuck. I, I pour can't. whiskey, and it's too hot in here. I know. Yeah, my yeah. Brain is doing
0: Whis- whiskey and it's hot. So yeah. there's trauma, and then there's oh, Fuck. Okay. Whatever. So, you know, we're we're dealing with with you know these pe like people abusing people, right? So. So yeah, so I mean, you know, what? let's 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 move on because Okay, look. Yeah, what? So
1: Dave Chappelle Yeah. just put out the third of his Netflix um comedy specials. Yes. Uh, all of them were homophobic and transphobic.
0: W- right? That Would we you agree? could say that's debatable. debatable? Okay. I yeah, they go ahead. They
1: are him They are him attacking the culture i don't know if i really want to call it that the call out culture um i think i i always watch bill maher even though he's a dick yeah and, i've stopped um, watching him yeah i mean i've watched it for 20 something years and he's a <laughs> fucking asshole completely yeah and i disagree with mad shit that he says but i'm kind of studying how this all unfolds because he's been really outspoken about not being able to speak at colleges anymore like perform at colleges anymore. yeah and it and that is real for all all comedians right comedians
0: activists whether you're left or right on the spectrum right yeah
1: so i still listen to him because he's like gonna say the shit nobody wants to say about that right right um and he's gonna defend you know the dave Chappelle doing that sarah silverman doing her bullshit whatever it is right um,
0: I mean, I I don't think I would put Sarah Silverman in that category of what uh, on, on the likes of the likes of Dave Chappelle, simply because I think that she's uh, not
1: on his level, but she does also try to push the similar
0: buttons. Well, I, I, you know what? I should listen. I should see more of her stand up. Um, but from what I've seen, I don't think it even compares to what Dave Chappelle is doing. At, at the moment
1: at the no i agree i agree yeah. with that i totally agree with that um no he's on a mission yeah he's like on a mission and he got a lot of shit for the first go-round mm-hmm. and came back harder m- married yeah. to it now so yeah it's be- i think it's going to be the death of
0: him like someone's gonna come out and
1: no i just think I just think he's gonna go down on the wrong side of history. Like I don't you think know, so. there's a time to be like, Oh, you know, how does it sound you're talking about I have trans and gay friends, really? You sound like somebody saying I have black <laughs> friends, you
0: know. <laughs> My best friend rid- is black.
1: It sounds ridiculous. You know, I think and the and the, and then the Asian imitation slur, come on, man. You know that was too easy for him. He's he is too good of a comedian for that.
0: I think that what Chappelle is doing now is questioning the call out cancel culture. He he's he's calling out he's calling it out. He's calling it out. And I, I think it's genius what he's doing. And
1: it's not gonna end well.
0: Not well, you know what?
1: Because if you're not confronting something with love and respect, it's probably gonna end badly.
0: Well, I, I, I well, you think it is because I, um, I, I think what he's saying is out of. OK, well, I don't know if I necessarily call it loving a passion, but I would definitely call it. I would definitely say that what he is doing is calling out. Number one, he's calling out the cancel culture. Number two. He actually goes on to say that, for instance, when he was talking about the whole Me Too movement and saying, hey, it's going to get worse before it gets better. That's
2: true.
0: You know? Sure. And he proved it. Everything he said in his last three specials. He called it out and it came to pass. And I'm not saying that, you know, Dave Chappelle is like the fucking Messiah or anything like that. But I also think that if you actually listen to his words, like if you're listening to him, I didn't hear any animosity or disgust towards the the lgbt's i think he's attacking the movement and not That's attacking kind of
1: a weird way you said it like he said it.
0: the, the LGBTs, lgbt the oh alphabet. oh my god i almost fell
2: out of my bed like oh, here we go
0: like somebody's fucking grandpa jesus but you know though but i so so here we go before before i start talking i have gay friends and blah 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 right I think there's a big difference between the movement and the people. Right. I think that anybody who is going to question the movement and how it relates in the world stage as a whole, I think, has to be very careful or very bold. And I think he's choosing to be bold in what in what he's saying
1: he's on a free sp- speech crusade right it I does understand that yeah
0: it doesn't it doesn't mean that we have to agree with everything he's saying right but it does mean no i'm
1: telling you yeah. that i watch people that i don't agree with at all but yeah. i still want to vol- watch how the whole shit unfolds
0: right 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 i
1: want to see how other people interact with it and i want to see how it changes over time or doesn't
0: right i think that um i think that What he's doing now, this is more than just doubling down on what he was talking about in his last couple of specials on Netflix. I think he's actually he's on a mission to to talk about issues that actually matter in the world and that he actually cares. But also, he's a comedian and he should be able to talk about.
1: What is he talking about that he cares about that needs to be talked about?
0: Well, I think he's talking about how, well, he comes right out and says, you know, hey, you attacked my friends, you know.
1: Talking about Kevin Hart?
0: Kevin Hart, Louis C.K. Louis C.K., I mean, Well, I mean, you know, I don't get why. Here's two very different things, okay?
1: (laughs) Right. I loved Louis C.K. I watched his show. I watched all of them. Yeah.
0: I love his stand-up and I love his sitcom.
1: You had motherfuckers had to sit there while you jacked off? No.
0: I mean, Super I don't understand. Super not sad about
1: you being canceled, bruh. I don't understand why. I don't need to ever why. hear your comedy again. I'm sorry. <laughs> you are so out of pocket. How in the fuck did you think that was okay? Motherfuckers go to jail. If you were on the sidewalk and you did that shit, you had to yeah. got arrested. So you knew that so shit he, was out of pocket. So wait
0: a minute. So let me get, so I think, well, from what Chappelle was saying, he was on, he was on the phone talking to these women. And then I guess he just decided he needed to relieve himself no, sexually. No, no. The or or, or they did he do a Weinstein? In fucking
1: office.
0: Oh, he did a Weinstein. Oh, yeah.
1: The come on the plant shit. He, he was known for this. This is not one person's experience <laughs> with Louis CK. He was known for this. If you were sitting in his office, he might say, do you mind if I jack off?
0: If you're a woman, or any a man. woman, no, oh, any
1: woman, comic or otherwise, he would say that and did it, and it was not one per; it was like, bruh. <sighs> well, yeah, I, I can't,
0: I, I, I can't, I cannot I can't defend you, that.
1: and I yeah. did like you as a comedian at what time? Because he did, he was also very confrontational about yeah. shit, yeah. right? And I like that. Of course, it's comedy. It's like we all come from. Richard Pryor and Paul yeah. Mooney and Eddie Murphy yeah. and all that. And I don't I haven't thrown that completely away, although yeah. I think there's a lot of hypocritical I mean, don't get me started, and Eddie Murphy and now Paul Mooney. Uh, oh, there's so many things.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, you were telling me about Paul Mooney that I am still like Okay, so why don't you tell tell our listeners what you told me about Paul Mooney, where I was just like, Is there like what the fuck, man? Come on.
1: So, um I'm trying to remember the order that, that it uh, came out.
0: but I think Oh,
1: it was an interview with Richard Pryor's um, security guy, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. I, I, I could be wrong what he was exactly. But he was saying that at one time Richard was so pissed off at Paul Mooney that he wanted to take a hit out on him, and he asked him, like, what, you know, could he get somebody for a million dollars to take him out?" And the reason was, is because he had fucked his son. Um his son is an out gay man now, but he was more closeted or bisexual before, but mm-hmm. he would have been very underage. The the questions that people had is it's pretty <coughs> unclear. Um security guard guy was saying that Fonzie. Fonz that um at the, the, the time frame of uh prior saying that to him was during the filming of Jojo Dancers. So that's Mm. mid-80s, right? I was in high school when that came out. So, um, it leaves his son well under age still. But a teenager rather than a child child. And in those days, it was not unusual that your teenage kids were fucked. I mean or fucking in my and life. fucking old. Oh no,
0: I've known plenty yeah, of young life. girls that I had crushes on that were dating like Grown-ass full-ass men. grown men and I, yeah. Yeah.
1: Most all girls that I grew up with, we we all were. Right. Um there wasn't even it wasn't even frowned on, honestly. Like from the hippie <laughs> culture, it was also like like it was cool. Super whatever. Yeah. Gotcha. But that's another podcast. Um, (laughs) so, so I guess TMZ caught up with, um, prior Richard Pryor junior and like asked him about it and he didn't name Mooney. He just said, well, yeah, some stuff happened and no, it couldn't be consensual because obviously I was a child and I went back and watched like a more in-depth interview but he is Mm -hmm. not saying a lot this is not because he's trying to bring this up or anything but paul Mooney just canceled all his tour dates and is at home with his family and he is married to a woman and you know all the comments on social media are like well he always did act kind of gay which there is certain mannerisms from a different era that would read that way to my era, you know, definitely.
0: So, minute, so are we assuming that it was Paul Mooney he was talking about? We're
1: not assuming. No, um, we know
0: this for a fact.
1: We, uh, well, we know this from the security guard saying so. So that's hearsay.
0: Okay, so what we're saying is but allegedly, the guy.
1: This, but Junior didn't say it wasn't the way he responded was like yeah that happened and i don't want to talk about
0: it okay. that's
1: definitely the way it read
0: so why are we talking about like this why saying, was it brought up i don't mean to cut you uh, off but why are we talking i saw somebody
1: yeah. post paul mooney's canceled
0: hmm. well no, no no okay not yes. not from your oh. standpoint i'm talking oh. from the standpoint of why are we going back and this is actually going to chappelle's statement when he was doing that imitation of us Where if we find out something that happened, doesn't care how recent or how long ago it was, we're going to pull something up and then we're going to drag you through the mud and then you're going to be canceled. Right. So what is, you know what, what is the intent of doing something like this? Like why are, why is something like TMZ um, is running after? Well, TMZ is. Well, it's TMZ. It's TMZ. So you know
1: why they're doing it why um i think the culture cares about it is because paul mooney has been the writer of so many of the comedians that have pushed these buttons right, right? he's been the voice behind right um so it's interesting if we really learn that he's kind of a monster or something right he's always been like everything paul mooney touches his gold he comes back and performs in berkeley he's from here he's from west oakland right he's always in berkeley on new year's eve like he's the homie but we would give him any pass because he always has called out racism so strongly over all the years right but so that has led us with a lot of people to give them a pass for their own foul ass behavior. right? And so when I read that thing about him, I had just listened to a really good interview with Sandra Bernhardt on the Tourette podcast Mm -hmm. um, where she was talking a lot about him writing all her bits and how she felt like back in the 80s, um, he had her saying the N word loosely but she felt totally justified in that because Paul Mooney wrote Paul that Mooney shit. Wrote it. And gave yeah. her the go ahead, yeah. right? Yeah. So, you know, that's like Ted Danson getting blackface put on by Whoopi Goldberg. He because Whoopi Goldberg she did said, it. Yeah. So it yeah. would be okay, but it yeah. fucked him up, right? It was a bad, stupid ass move. Right. So I guess people wanna <sighs> know because it's like we're burning our heroes and starting over more the sincerely. Earth. I think that's kind of it, but I also think that there is room for growth, especially for somebody like Dave Chappelle, because everybody wants Dave Chappelle to be cool. Well, I've, everybody I've, actually loves Dave Chappelle, but I, they're like, okay, if you're gonna keep rubbing our face in it, we'll fuck off.
0: Well, you know, I I, I feel the exact opposite of what Dave Chappelle is doing. Like, I don't see any hatred. I didn't hear any hatred. I didn't hear any animosity towards anyone. I think it's just a matter of I need to let you guys know that what is going on right now is, in lack of a better way of saying it, is fucked up. It's more than... It's more than... Fonzie, I am trying... I would really like to pontificate on this point and you are stealing my thunder so what was i saying yes i think that what what's happening now is that you know with what what chappelle is talking about you know is is important and i think we all need to hear it um ah. certain aspects would well be, you could
1: talk about it and hear it in a lot of ways that oh, aren't necessarily yeah. offensive to somebody else well
2: right?
0: how he's saying I'm it how saying he's saying it is debate is debatable it was
1: terrible i wasn't particularly offended because it's too deliberate to even take offense right you know what i mean yeah
0: it's it's definitely it's definitely said in a way that If you were just to listen to it at face value, you're going to be like, oh, my God, Dave Chappelle is this transphobic, homophobic person who is just off his rocker. But you're not listening to the subtext. See, the news articles that I've read so far is only talking about the stuff that he's saying at a surface level. But there are so many. Other things that he's talking about, that's underneath about what he said, that I think is very poignant. You know, for example, when he's when he's talking about how the LGBT community is uh, is you know dragging his name through the mud or whatever, I think it's what he's actually saying is the power structure that's happening right now is a point to where you've got. These higher ups that are calling out like whoever is saying anything or critiquing anything about this community, then you're wrong and we're going to, you know, decimate you or whatever.
1: Well, it's so much more complicated. It's a lot more complicated. That community includes a fucking vast amount of different ages and ethnicities and belief systems and people that want different things as black people want different things i mean lgbtq that covers a fucking lot yeah right yeah all those people don't necessarily feel the same but there are a generation of people um especially it's usually the white allies um like the you sent me an article that was um saying they assumed that this person was who he starts the bit talking about uh getting a letter from a trans person mm, mm-hmm. and and uh yeah he didn't want to hurt anybody's feelings right what did he yeah
0: i think yeah yeah so the uh so chapelle was talking about how he got a letter from this trans woman and how how her feelings were hurt and Chappelle was saying well he makes it a, well he stands by what he says on stage as i think all comedians you know should and then he goes on to say that i feel bad that your feelings are hurt my intent was not to hurt your feelings but i'm not going to take back what i say on stage because i'm a comedian and i'm going to push buttons push buttons and i'm going to i'm going to push the envelope for comedy not for the sake of just being funny but if i have a point to make i'm gonna make that point i may say it
1: well Okay. Well, there's a whole bunch of problems with that article because I don't. I wasn't convinced that that was the person he was speaking about, anyways, because it was some cis white ally yeah. guy that wrote. Yeah, it was a, a dude that wrote it. That happened yeah. to wrote a letter. Imagine yeah. how many fucking people wrote a letter, right? Right. That le- I'm sure there was a f- fair amount of letters there. Oh, I'm, um, I'm
0: positive. But see, but also though, you're taking. You know, I'm like I'm seeing all these articles that were written about Chappelle's. His last three specials and his new one that they've just pretty much like oh you don't even need to watch it, right? Yeah, that was one that's like
1: I'm actually hearing more nuanced conversation this time than before. Yeah, so I think we start. That's where I started this whole conversation with is that I actually see people sorting out, sorting it out a little more Mm -hmm. and having more nuance, or or maybe. It's just the variety of people I'm hearing from. But I think it's that people are realizing, well, I kind of like this. So, you know, like, don't cancel my shit. I, I still want to listen to Dave Chappelle or whatever. right? Because right. when I have had people as a guest on my podcast and I do ask them about how they separate art from the artist, like... Nobody is willing to live a life without James Brown or any of the other motherfuckers That's who true. beat women and played some mean ass funk. You know, yeah. Like nobody wants to lose all the art that right. we have, right? Because all the best shit, you know, we would lose.
0: We would lose. But though, I don't think we should put Chappelle in that in that category. Uh, and the reason being is because he, I'm not okay. So instead of saying he. Justifies his comments, you know, about the LGBT community when he talks about it in his stand-up. He talks about how he was on the Chappelle Show and how the, what the the censor board of that network was saying. Well, you can't say the word faggot, but he was like, "Well, how can I? How come I can say nigger like it? Like it? Like just f- trippingly off the tongue? You know, mm-hmm. just say it, right?" And so if it's okay for him to make jokes about his own community or for, you know, and for people that but look he's not like a gay me
1: person, that's not his community. So a gay comedian could do that properly, not on television, but definitely well, on stage.
0: Yeah. But we also have to understand that Chappelle has made his living. I
1: mean, we all know gay people of that call themselves that word. Right. Right.
0: Yeah, jokingly, just as you have some black men and women who say nigga or nigger, I don't you know, I'm saying it now, but I'm saying it to prove a point, but I don't say it. It's not in my Fonzie, if you're going after my hat, I mm-hmm. swear to god.
1: He's getting ready to nestle down.
0: Okay. You just can nestle a down. Spot.
1: It's a process.
0: <sighs> that dog. I love him. Yeah, whatever. okay so so okay so he's made it a point to be able to talk about everybody right the Chappelle show was a show that really i guess you know if i can say this broadly was made to bring people together through comedy
1: was it yeah I mean, Dave okay. Chappelle, before that show, his audience were white. Dave Chappelle played the Warfield every year to an audience of white folks. I never heard about Dave Chappelle from black people. <laughs> and I went to Black Comedy Explosion every fucking New Year's Eve for years. Okay. I knew Paul Mooney and everybody else. Yeah, hey, well. he was on Deaf Comedy Jam. He got that show and he became, yes, big to everybody. Okay. He did. But he before that, his audiences were white. Right. I don't know what that means. All I don't know right. what my point is. I just, I don't know what his motivation was. Mm-hmm. Was it to bring people together or was it to poke into sore spots?
0: Well, if we're, if we're, okay, so if we're being honest with ourselves, the times that I've, well, I've seen every episode of the Chappelle show, but, you know, like, who can forget, like, the black white supremacist? Who can mm-hmm. forget, like, you know, the gay Klansmen? Um, who can forget, Feels you know. It was
1: super much funnier than than now, I have to say, because it's <laughs> <this> shit. <laughs> Fuck. Much funnier pre Trump era.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. But you know what, though? I, you know, I, um, my thesis in saying that the Chappelle show, I think, was, I'm not going to say was created to bring people together. But I think that you can have people look at themselves and laugh in a very satirical way. Right. Well, I satirical, would say satire
1: Satire is a thing that is lost. Yes. Now. Yes. And I've seen it, you know, in person, like, like somebody of my era do a satirical act or read a piece and, Everybody like freeze. They're just too uncomfortable. They can't. They can't because it says you know the wrong words. Mm-hmm. But it's totally sad to and it's funny as fuck. You know. So we're in a weird place with that for sure.
0: Well, you know what? I think uh as Dave Chappelle says, "Brittle ears." You know, if if we if we can't laugh at ourselves, then if we can't look at this fucked up time that we're in because we're in the era of McCarthy 2.0. Yeah. Right. So if we know this, then we need Chappelle to do what he's doing now because we need to have that, that range of pushing the envelope until it hurts and this isn't – now, there's a big difference between Chappelle – like, if Chappelle was sitting up there, like, we all know what hate speech is. Yeah. Yeah, we, 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 right. we can We're do We're subject yeah. to it yeah. every day on yeah. the news now. Yeah, we know what hate speech is. And you know what? Fuck the news. Like, the news doesn't need – they don't need they, – they can't tell me what hate speech is, right? No, I but know when what hate – yeah.
1: The president – <laughs> came down on the gold escalator and started calling Mexicans rapists and stuff we knew we were in for a lot more of that right
0: Trump just says it in front of the microphone he is no different than the likes of but Harry not, Truman we're clear or Lyndon that B. Johnson that is hate speech. yes yes we are very and, and clear so
1: we are subjected to it on a daily fucking basis yes. at this point
0: yes yes white folks are just now getting getting the memo on this yeah. <laughs> you know, so there's a big difference between, you know, Trump running around saying, you know, Mexicans are rapists and Chappelle running around making jokes about the trans, you know, community. No, I'm
1: not. Saying yeah. Yeah. I know no you're difference. not saying that. Yeah. Uh, I'm yeah. Just being clear that we're subjected to hate speech. Every we day are. Now.
0: Definitely. We right. are. Definitely. Right. Yeah. We so, definitely um,
1: are. Yeah. Our, uh, my my main target wouldn't be to worry about Dave Chappelle when he's <laughs> about on the comedy special, right? Uh, right. But it does. There are implications that will affect us long time with with the cancel stuff, and also like. So what what do you think the definition of transphobic is? I think. Because.
0: Well, if we were to, well. People just are called
1: transphobic if they say they're not attracted to a trans person. And that doesn't
0: I don't make, think that makes make any sense. sense. You know, I right. can I can tell you Okay, so okay, here we go. Oh shit. We're
1: going to get the good stuff. No, I'm just no not. we're we're not. There's
0: <laughs> nothing good out of this whatsoever. <laughs> it's actually oh, pretty much vanilla. Um I would consider myself to be a friend or an ally of whoever is being marginalized or who feels as if they have the man with their boot on their neck. No one should, no one should be oppressed in the fact that they shouldn't be able to do what they need to do in order for them to make it day by day. Right. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: That's, that's pretty much been my modus operandi ever since i can remember like it just makes sense for me if you feel as if you need to uh be attracted to the same sex dude what or hun whatever it's not ai aff- don't i don't care it's not affecting me i want you to be happy if you feel as if you are In the wrong body, if you're up somewhere in heaven and you got in the wrong line by accident. (laughs) <laughs> right if you're you know if you're in the male line and should have been in the woman line to come down onto this planet or whatever do you come from heaven is that a thing well you know i'm no. just saying metaphorically i'm just saying no. if you're I mean, we in know the that universe people are born in the wrong yeah. body we've everybody we know. has known everybody somebody
1: that it was quite yes. clear yes yeah they were gonna be who they were and yeah no Amount of penises attached or vice whatever right. was going to change it. That's right. who the fuck they were. Right. Right.
0: If you feel that way, yeah. who, who am right. I? Who am I to tell you that you shouldn't do what you need to do in order to feel right?
1: You also you, sh- yeah. shouldn't be transphobic because if you don't want to fuck that person, I don't know. Well, I don't know if I'm... You know what? Okay. I'd like to know what the definition is.
0: All right, so I am a straight male, period. Cis. Oh, God, you know, know. okay, fine. I am a cisgender male. I am a straight male. I am a guy that I, I am attracted to women. Now, if I was to meet a woman and they were to tell me that they were a trans woman I don't know. I honestly don't know what I do because I would like to think that I could I could tell if you were or if you used to be. <laughs> you be what you say. Well, but, listen, um, listen, all listen, all I'm saying, all I'm saying is this. All I'm saying is this. I'm with you. I will fight for your right. I do. To be, I believe that lots yeah. of
1: people would have. But does that, that they cared and then they yeah. fell in love with a person yeah. and then that's the person and they love right. that person or they're they uh, are yeah. attracted to that person. That's great. And that is the fact that's that great
0: every day. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Have I have I gotten to that crossroad yet? No. Do I think I would? I don't know. Right. You know, I don't and know. I can tell you right
1: It's a lot more yeah. pleasant to live life saying I don't know right anything could happen then walking around talking about no that would would. never happen oh Oh,
0: i'll 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 smash my son in the head with a dollhouse that's what right that's (laughs) what your boy
1: said oh bless his heart he's in the hospital i don't want to speak kevin hart's in the hospital yeah he was in a car accident really bad he's having back surgery shit yeah um
0: oh shout out to kevin hart you don't know us Right. But uh, we hope you have a speedy recovery. Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, when Kevin Hart, who's not all that funny, doesn't really push the envelope, and he's not doing something because the mold tweets, it's like wow. But see, yeah. But at the
2: but what we're talking about was old, really fucking shitty. It
1: was shitty, really fucking shitty. It was, but he Any grew. Us that our parents did he?
0: Well, he listen. The man <sighs> listen. The black community has a thing with. With the home, with being with being gay mm-hmm. and with being trans, mm-hmm. simple as that. I mean, now, everybody does, but everybody it's very does very specific. But, thing but specifically, it's about masculinity. It's about masculinity. Now, mm-hmm. if if I were to sit up here and say, "Oh, well, I think I'll write a dissertation," I would probably, I would probably make a point of saying that you know, black men, slavery, being emasculated, right seeing our women raped in front of us all that stuff has a play yeah. it's i would and i would say it's been long enough to where it could be put into our dna to the most part now now the intellectual part of me who realizes this you know and can separate the okay i know what has been done to my ancestors and i know that there are other black men who could you know who Are gay and are feeling as if they are in the wrong body then the intellectual part of me is saying you need to do what makes you happy I'm here for you if I'm honest with myself I can say that I'm a little bit afraid of that because that is not my norm I am NOT wired that way right but I know to face a fear and it's not a fear of it's not a fear of someone sprinkling fairy dust. And, next thing you know, I'm going to go trippingly, you know, off to, you know, mm-hmm. lay down with another man or <laughs> like chop agenda. my. Yeah, the gay agenda. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I know that uh, that fear. I know where that fear comes from. I know where that fear comes from. Right. So I know that. Uh, I know that I need to face it and go right into the eye of the storm and embrace it because these are my brothers and sisters that not only are black, but they're also gay or they're trans. And so they've got a double whammy. Yes. Right. So, yeah. So I, I know that they haven't. More than me, and then I also think about my ancestors, like, like, uh, like James Baldwin or Lorraine Hansberry, who chose to talk about the Black agenda as opposed to their own agenda as being a lesbian or a gay man. so it doesn't have to be an agenda well i'm okay agenda is a bad Uh, word but i mean
1: james baldwin is the fucking shit and nobody can dispute that you you cannot you can't he's untouchable yeah yeah
0: yeah. so i'm sitting up here and i'm looking at you know i'm looking at this man and woman who did what they could do in the arts for the black community and i'm like well, maybe I haven't dug deep enough to know that, okay, well, maybe they did express themselves, you know, sexually in art, you know, talk about their sexuality and art or what have you. But I know that as a black man and as a black woman, how they, how they put their stuff out into the world, I thank them. There's not a moment that goes by where I'm not thanking them for their contribution to American culture, Right so there you go. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's fear and it's not a fear. Yeah, it's th- yeah, there's a difference difference between a well, fear, all our fear of being is really yeah.
1: What's, we're afraid of our own
2: shit. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean,
1: my aunt told me recently that you learn in um hypnotherapy or whatever, when you dream something and you're like fighting the bad guy or whatever, the thing is always really you, right? Mm-hmm. So when you start always looking at what you're afraid of or angry about or whatever, and you realize that's something that I'm battling with in myself. Right. Right. So that's how that's how fear works. It's always like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I, you know, I, 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 whenever something like this comes up, you know, especially in something like what Chappelle is saying, you know, I listened to it. I laughed. I wanted to stand up especially when he made a point in saying that you know when he was was wanting to use the word faggot but he could say nigger or nigger all the time i was like i think that's a good point and i don't think it's a point of i don't think it's a point of him not being gay i think it's a point of he talks about everybody in the show in his show but don't he
1: don't ke- say it though
2: well well
0: if I that's the case then he shouldn't say the word nigga well,
1: i don't not, i don't know why he needs to but that's not for me as a white person to say yeah so I, i'm like <laughs> do, do you <laughs> right, right right but i don't okay i'm in situations all the time where i'm asked to use language that I'm cis is not a word that I'm familiar with or comfortable using particularly or Well, I think it just it just comes day, out and there's a new a definition of them. being straight that
0: i was like I'm just I'm capping out at being straight. I just want to be straight. I you know
1: Well, yeah, what I'm, anyway. what I'm trying to say is that I just generally try to be polite. I think of it like manners. Yeah. you want to be referred to in this way, then I will I will address you to address you in the way that you want and everybody has an opinion about it and you know it's confusing and you're not going to remember all the time or whatever but because you're a decent person you are going to make an attempt because that's what the person asked you to do right 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 so it since he's not a gay man why does he feel like he wants to be talking about the f-word I guess I've been removed from that for some time, that I've been more in my art community than my, my former thug life. <laughs> um, well, I when mean, I but, recently spent time with somebody I grew up with who used that word freely, I was horrified.
0: Okay, well- And I was
1: like, do you talk like that in front of your kids? And you, you know, like, right. then I, he called me one too, so there he you have you it. He called you a faggot? Yeah. Oh, I didn't tell you that story? <laughs> oh, another podcast. tell you that story
2: yeah
0: okay well okay so
1: maybe i am but most dudes would think that was kind of hot well i'll tell you that story yeah
0: there's a poem about it oh god i'm sure there is uh (laughs) (laughs) okay i you know i I think the difference in what what we're saying is that Ah, Well, is there a Okay, so I guess the question is Is there a difference between someone out in the streets or someone every day saying saying, faggot, faggot this, faggot that, blah, 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 blah? And and the intent behind it is to be mean and hurtful. And yeah, just being mean and hurtful and just wanting to degrade another human being in that way. I think there's a difference between that.
1: I think that some people say it and they. And they would tell you that they don't mean to be mean and hurtful, but they say that shit pretty fucking mean. It sounds like they're spitting. Oh yeah,
0: I'm not racist, right? But one of those. So I, I got
1: called a faggoty faggot of a faggot bitch.
0: Faggoty faggot of. (laughs)
1: Pop that. Wow. I didn't even take her phone number.
0: Oh my god, what are we doing here? I you know what I think the bottom okay, here sorry, we go. I'm no, sorry, I'm the totally doing it faggoty with. faggot of a faggot bitch.
1: Ain't that some shit? Okay, okay. Yeah. Exactly.
0: <laughs> I'm sitting up here trying to like, well, how many how many faggots removed?
1: All of them. All these, all uh, your all, all the faggots. All of them. Okay. All right. All of them is me. <laughs> <laughs> faggots are us. <laughs>
0: oh man okay so we're okay so all right so i think in retrospect his special was so i'm not okay to me i think it was him trying to prove a point in this culture and then he goes on further to have a QA. and a
1: Okay, I, I have still you haven't the, watched that part, so Okay. um well, I definitely need to do that. Yeah, that, see the Q&A. I, if I realized that we would have been talking about it today, I definitely would have made a point to watch that. Ah, uh,
0: yeah. Okay, well, um okay, I'm just okay, we're spoiling it, but you'll you'll I I won't do it justice, but just watch yeah. it. Okay. But because he was he he just I'm not even going to say wild out because that's not even what he did because he said the things that he said to make a point about what's going on in, in today's society that he did actually have a and a about it. And if we were to sit, th- sit here and just talk shit about Chappelle's special and, oh, he's being transphobic and homophobic and he just, you know, He's just tuning out, you know, the LGBT community and he's tarnishing his his legacy or what have you. Then.
1: Well. Go ahead.
0: Yeah. Then, you know, you're looking at this, you know, you look at the Q&A where and, and he's he's explaining himself to a level where. I think you can get the message behind his jokes. And I think it comes to quest it, co- it comes to question, you know, these are jokes. Like a comedian is going to push the envelope. That's what they do. And do you really want to sit Is that
1: his response and it's no. not more like no. um I do it cuz I can cuz I'm Dave Chappelle?
0: No, not at all. No. You know, watch it because no, if anything, I will. yeah. But I mean, he, he he invokes the name Kamala Harris, and I'm just like, oh, oh, watch it. You know, like, that's not my presidential nomination I know, pick, I know. That's, but, another, yeah. Argument yeah, we'll yeah, that's another argument. Yeah, that's another argument,
1: yeah. Yeah, because you didn't live here when she was a local politician and stuff. She, no, she, I was... She's a badass. She's somewhat of a badass. Anyways, it's, okay. it's um, whatever on her. But um back to Chappelle, I still think that like he could have left Hollywood a hero. First they tried to call him crazy, but all along I was like, No, he's the most amazing hero. He walked away from money on principle. Nobody yeah. fucking does that yeah. ever. Yeah. Like that's fucking fantastic, you know? It was like self aware and reflective and it was deep. Like I was just like he was superhero to me for that. Yeah. And I had a lot of drunken arguments with people. They were like, Who the fuck leaves that kind of money? And I was just like
0: Dave Chappelle does. If
1: more people did, we'd be in a much better place and there would be a lot better representation of you on that screen. I right? bet
0: you that if he took the money, we wouldn't have the Chappelle that we have right now.
1: We have a bitter Chappelle. He comes off as I think as we bitter, have a free Chappelle and but cutting you off. Go I ahead. think he comes off as bitter. I think he comes off as out of touch and angry, honestly.
0: Okay. Okay. I think he I think he comes off as free. I think that Yeah, I get that. Yeah.
1: But mm, we'll see. That Netflix money is running out netflix is in trouble
0: (laughs) netflix is netflix is in trouble
1: yeah netflix is about to be a wrap disney what are you talking about disney's gonna be the new big streaming they've got everything netflix well they have 20th century fox but netflix netflix is in deep debt from making all that content they cannot make enough content to make money instead of spend money
2: no
0: Netflix.
1: that's real so, like, the Netflix money is gonna run out on somebody who. Funds. Everybody's getting.
0: Thank you, dude. Don't listen. I understand. You may not. I understand. I understand. You may not like Dave Chappelle either. Okay.
1: It's not Dave Chappelle. It's my nephew that he doesn't like.
0: Oh. Who lives here? Your nephew is here. Did he just walk in?
1: I'm there? sure, because that's the only time he
0: no. comes out. <laughs> Hey. Okay. So watch the epilogue. I will. I think uh you may not change your opinion, but you may have enough Oh want- yeah.
1: Fonz. I love all the um the, like, block parties that Dave Chappelle has done. The yeah. Bringing together amazing artists and all that. Yeah, like There's a lot of things that he's done that I have deep admiration for.
0: Right. And I, th- I, think, I think there'll be more things you'll probably have deep admiration I for. I hope so. You know, if Since he comes so off so many as... many
2: people
1: have...
0: You know, well, okay, number one...
1: off into the whackness. I'm not... My expectations are not high.
0: I mean, you know, f- fine. I mean, I don't know the man. I'm only going by what he's saying on stage. And... From my perspective, I don't think I think I think he's definitely pushing the envelope in comedy and what can be said and what what can't be said. And that and that and that one should be able to be free in in saying what they need to say. Now, mind you, not everybody should agree with it. And that's fine. You know. But when I hear him speak, I hear him I hear him questioning the status quo right now. I don't necessarily see or hear him saying I hate these people. You know, I don't I don't see I don't I hear think the any most hate.
1: Important, let's just say this. Yeah. I think the most important thing when it comes to talking about trans people um, in that way is mm-hmm. that there is <laughs> violence right. Trans women are murdered all yes, the time. Especially right? black trans right. women. Right, exactly. Especially. And it's usually because some dude really wants to holler and fi- feels his manhood is somehow fucked up because he's right. attracted to this person. Right. And um, therefore is allowed to maim or kill. Right. right? That happens a lot. So if it's in any way feeding that, that's not okay.
0: Well, I don't, you know what? I- I'm not going to speak to that because I don't know if that is like, I don't. F- well, since this special has been out, nothing's come up to where Dave Chappelle's special made me do it.
1: No, I don't, it's you not going to be that direct. It's not going to be that. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I'm, no, it's not going to yeah. be that literal or that direct, but I, that is the problem with making jokes about like, Oh, you'd be horrified if that person had a penis or, Used, well, used but did he, have or something. Okay, I know you're, you. Know I know you're mean? not
0: saying. I know you're not saying that he said that. No, no. I, but
1: no. I, 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 I'm just putting it out there. and Why yeah, it's dangerous? Yeah,
0: you know. You know what? Everything is dangerous. Okay, so do I want anybody hurt? No, I don't. But if we're gonna go on that standpoint, then me, me being a black male. And someone joking about, you know, making jokes about black men and police, you know that's dangerous, right? I mean, we we can we can sit here and talk about whatever joke is being made at the expense of a culture or of a type of person, you know that that could be dangerous.
1: Except there's no other. Person in a culture more vulnerable than a black trans woman. Yes, choice, right? I definitely agree. Right. Yeah. So that's all. No, that's all. I do not want to overlook that.
0: Oh, I I wholeheartedly agree. Yeah. I think that if anything, you know, like I said, they've got the double whammy as far as being black and being trans, and then having to live in this world. Not only, not only having to deal with their own, you know, their own people looking at them differently. They're having to deal with, you know, the whole world looking at them differently. And I definitely have empathy for that. I, I do. I truly do.
1: I highly recommend people read Janet Mock's book. I didn't read the second one, but I did read the first one. Okay. Janet, you know who Janet Mock
2: is?
0: No. Janet Mock is, is a she? very
1: beautiful black trans woman who um, is producing that show Pose that's really big right now. Which is oh, fantastic. that's the fashion thing? The uh, fashion. No, it's what's,
0: like the what's The about?
1: era, the ballroom era. Oh, all right, all right, goodies, right, New York. Yeah, very yeah. Much, uh, during the AIDS epidemic. And it's great great yeah. show, yeah um that but, had the um, what first Janet mock gay
0: male sex scene or something like that
1: um it has the first a lot of things, um, cool, Billy Porter has been fabulous and gotten a lot of attention for outfits at the Oscars and things like that, but cool, anyways, Janet mock um wrote a couple books about growing up being a trans black woman mm-hmm. um. And it's just a person i don't know i gave my book away to somebody because i felt like if you want to if you want to look at this and and um have a deeper understanding this is somebody who's gonna break it down to you for real um so i highly recommend laverne cox is also a great spokeswoman i think Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but um yeah pay attention to janet cox okay like janet mock janet mock (laughs) cox just get in there you know what i mean Right. Cassandra. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> they don't. They really don't. Janet Mock. Check her out. Okay. Okay. Janet Mock. Yeah. I, I'm i forgetting. The, the first book is real, realness. It's something with real in it. I forget. And mm. there is a second book, I'm pretty sure. And they worked on television shows and now currently on pose, which is crushing it. It's like really good.
0: Cool. I'll check it out. Definitely. Okay. So what, what can we conclude, you know, with this? I, I I will, I will say this based on what I've seen from Chappelle's special. I see a deep critique of today's society and i i see a i see a man who's on stage speaking his truth whether we agree with it or not is up to every man and woman you know on this planet who has seen it and who has an opinion we don't have to agree with what he is saying but i think we do have to agree that he is speaking his truth uh, from my viewpoint, you know what
1: uh, is he speaking his truth or is he trying to push buttons? There's well, speaking his truth. Oh, uh, well, two things: he's there's speaking a, his truth that, and he's pushing I buttons. it trolling. Is because well, I don't think he's
0: trolling. Oh, he's definitely trolling.
1: Nah, what? A hundred percent. Oh, come on. He's a com- well. He's a comedian. He's
0: there's a trolling. big deal. Di- okay. There's a di- he could have written. There is a difference. Is- a,
1: on many things, there is he a difference right
0: between there is a difference between someone online saying, "Oh, you're gay," "Oh, oh, you must suck a lot of cock because you're gay," and that's a troll.
1: Between I'm going to talk that's about the alphabet people. Come on, it's a well, full-on troll. Come on.
0: Well, okay, but we don't know the other side of that. Maybe the <laughs> there's
1: no <such> thing. <laughs> maybe okay, the quote-unquote F-
0: alphabet. Okay. alphabet people. Maybe okay. the quote-unquote alphabet people were attacking him. Okay, so uh, listen.
1: Attacking,
0: attacking, it, critiquing, you
1: know what? critiquing, critiquing, critiquing. Maybe
0: critiquing, or you know what? Okay.
1: Nobody actively went after his paycheck, other than saying I wouldn't watch this. I find it offensive. And you well,
0: that's surprising. How come? Know. How come the cancel? You know what? That's actually a very good point. How come the cancel culture didn't try to cancel Dave Chappelle?
1: Well, they may have. I don't know. I I don't know.
0: I don't. I don't think they can.
1: I think there's a. I think there's a. Grudging <laughs> respect, like that's fucked up, but it's Dave Chappelle. I don't have to.
0: Watch I think it, it may I'm not sound. Going to so right.
1: my feed is definitely full of people saying. Yeah. I try. I watched a couple minutes and I was like, "Fuck that shit." I'm not watching it.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. That that's them, yeah. and you know what I. You yeah. know what I, I think I could be coming. You know because I'm none of those things. I'm not a gay man. I'm not a trans person. I'm totally coming fr- coming looking at this from a straight male point of view. Right. So, you know, I'll I'll that's
2: I'll your say privilege,
0: that. Privilege boo. <laughs> oh, okay, maybe that's the <laughs> one privilege. Are you really taking a picture of you and the Fonz? The Fonz well, has been the, so. the Fonz has been wrecking my podcast all night, and you sitting up there encouraging this behavior. See, this is what I'm going to call out right now. Definitely <laughs> has privilege. Oh man! Okay, so you're not talking about me having privilege. You're talking about the fonts having privilege. Privilege. Oh, no. Okay. Well, thank God. You know, I, thank God, I've got privilege now. I've got privilege. I can have privilege. a a privilege. <laughs> can I have one? Well, can I have one privilege? You
1: cannot. <laughs> you cannot speak for gay or. Gay no,
0: people. no. Well, I can't. I can't. I don't know what that means. Right. I can. If you say, "Hey, Jeff, I need your help. Can you spread the word?" You know about uh, yeah, yeah. Like I said, I don't know what it's like to be gay. I don't know, but I will be there. I will be there for you if you need help, like period, like I will, you know, we may agree to disagree about what Chappelle is saying or what he has said or whatever, but I'm there. You know, I think that as if anything, I think as a black male, uh, we, we have that empathy, Stop There's taking pictures. I
1: won't have to take Stop away.
0: taking selfies. <laughs> Stop it. I'm sitting up here pontificating. I'm I trying to be you. I'm trying to be an ally and you're sitting up here taking pictures I, of you and your I dog. Can
1: selfie while you ally. The two things are not mutually exclusive. <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway,
2: mm-hmm.
0: I will be there for you. Period. Simple as that. We can agree to disagree about what Chappelle is saying right now, but I'm there. Cool. Cool.
1: It works for me. I That's don't know, good. I can't speak for anybody else either.
0: You know? Yeah. I, it works for me.
1: I'm, I'm a curious mind. I want to know what people are mad about. I want to. I want to know. So I'm gonna watch and listen to yeah. all the things, all the sides of it.
0: I think of anything. There are well, things
1: ahead. where I'll be like mm, I can't do it. Turn it yeah. off. There are. Yeah. That's not one of them.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think of yeah, I think of anything. I think Dave Chappelle is the last person we need to cancel. Dave Chappelle is the last person we need to cancel out. There are so many other things that we need to put our focus on than than this. And from what I've sent you and the articles that I've seen, I've seen like cis white men talk about, oh, don't watch Dave Chappelle, you know, and I'm just like, shut up, yeah. <laughs> shut up. You don't know what you're talking well,
1: that's about. That's how a lot of these discussions take place.
0: This is true. This is true. And I think of anything, I think the bottom line is, is this, and I know we're going to wrap it up. We are looking at a, a particular point in time where we are lashing out at everybody and we don't have a real agenda or a solution. We're just saying you're homophobic or you're a racist and you shouldn't be able to talk anymore. Well,
1: I think the agenda is to start dialogue. It's to oh, it's to actually point out the shit that's fucked up and hurtful. Then let's
0: actually talk about it instead of well, you know canceling yeah. television that's shows. Why I'm here for you call know? in,
1: not call out.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We should call in. Thanks for tuning in on another episode of LJ Presents. As always, you can find me on my website at ljeffreymoore.com, Twitter at ljeffreymoore, and on Instagram at ljeffrey.more. Make sure to check back next week for another great guest. See you then.